0: A reading from the Gospel according to St. Luke, chapter 23, verses 6 through 12. When Pilate heard this, he asked whether the man was a Galilean. And when he learned that he was under Herod's jurisdiction, he sent him off to Herod, who was himself in Jerusalem at that time. When Herod saw Jesus, he was very glad, for he had been wanting to see him for a long time. Because he had heard about him and was hoping to see him perform some sign, he questioned him at some length, but Jesus gave him no answer. The chief priests and the scribes stood by, vehemently accusing him. Even Herod, with his soldiers, treated him with contempt and mocked him. And he put an elegant robe on him and sent him back to Pilate. That same day, Herod and Pilate became friends with each other, Before this, they had been enemies. Here ends the reading. So there's this man named Jesus. He's known for his teaching, his preaching. He's performed some miracles. And you might have heard of him by now. And other folks around him are also starting to catch wind of what he's been up to. So Jesus is traveling all over and finds himself in Judea, which is ruled by this man named Pilate, who serves as the Roman governor. Now it turns out, when you're teaching like Jesus, claiming your God, challenging the state, some people, especially the people in charge, start to get a little bit mad at you. Let's take notice. And so Jesus is brought before Pilate for a closer examination. But Pilate struggles to find him guilty of anything. And he tells the crowd that he ought to go to the ruler of his jurisdiction, this man named Herod. Herod was in charge. Herod will take care of this, he tells the crowd as he wipes his hands clean of a tricky situation. So Jesus travels to Herod. And turns out Herod has also heard about this Jesus guy. And he enter, Jesus enters the scene, stands before Herod in a crowd. Herod begins to interrogate him. Who are you? What have you taught? Who have you healed? Have you paid your taxes? Hey, Jesus, miracle worker, show us a miracle right now. Herod wants to be entertained at this moment. He treats Jesus like a court jester or a pony. And throughout all of these questions, Jesus stands there, silent. And it's just like when a bully picks on a kid who doesn't really care that they're being picked on. It always makes the aggressor more angry And so now all these other people watching, the chief priests, the scribes, the soldiers, they can't take it any longer. They have to get in on this action. And they start to accuse Jesus of being a fake, of being a threat. And Herod joins in with the religious leaders and has a lot of fun making fun of Jesus. Hurls insults as he throws his head backwards, his sides aching from all of the laughter. And when he's had enough of that... He pulls out an elegant robe, drapes it over Jesus' shoulders, as if to mockingly call him a king. And eventually he gets quite bored of this and sends Jesus back to Pilate. The text tells us that Pilate and Herod were enemies. But at the end of the day, the two kick back their sandals over perhaps a glass of wine. Pilate turns to Herod and says, Hey, that was a lot of fun earlier, wasn't it? And Herod replies, Yes, Pilate, a lot of fun. And thus, a new friendship is born, and our reading ends. Does anyone like this Bible story, this Bible passage? Does anyone consider it a favorite of theirs? I wonder if you have a favorite character of the story, this particular story. How about a least favorite? And who are you in the story? Who do you find yourself identifying with as we read this text? Well, I wonder if anyone here identifies as Jesus. When we examine Jesus in this scene, we see that he's silent. In the face of cruelty, he does not talk back. He doesn't struggle. Maybe you identify with Jesus here, but I know I don't. When people are mean to me, my natural inclination is to lash out, to stand up for myself. When someone challenges me, I step up to the plate to try to save my name. Jesus does none of that in this particular scene. So if you don't identify as Jesus, well, who else could there be? Well, there's Pilate and Herod, but oh, none of us really want to say that we're them they're mean. Most of us in the room today are Team Jesus. We don't want to imagine Jesus standing there while insults are thrown at him. And Pilate and Herod are bullies. We aren't really supposed to like the bullies. But I wonder if anyone in this room has ever been a bully. Treated someone unfairly, perhaps. Maybe some people relate to Pilate and Herod. But probably... Not most of us, as our first choice. So, hmm, if not Jesus, Pilate, Herod, who else could there be? Well, the text briefly mentions the chief priests and scribes. And we all know who identifies as them. The the priests, the pastors, (laughs) some of them sitting in front of you right now. (laughs) So we know who perhaps they identify as. But the scribes, these people mentioned, were more like lawyers, kind of upholding the law. Most of us aren't lawyers, I think. There are soldiers mentioned, perhaps some soldiers in the room. But still, many of us might find ourselves wondering, okay, who am I? Am I in this story? Many of us are still left out. So who's left? Anyone? Well, I want to take a step back. Uh, step back past the passage, I'm sorry, step forward where our text cuts off to one verse after where this ends. Luke 23 13 reads, Pilate called together the chief priests, the rulers, and the people. Now we don't have to get into what happens next here, but who do you notice is mentioned in the text? Here the author adds, the people. I don't think these people have just appeared out of nowhere. I think they've been with Jesus all along. They're in this text, standing among the religious leaders, these other court officials, mocking Jesus, laughing at Jesus. But what kind of people would mock Jesus? What kind of people would join in on that? Jesus, the guy who healed people, who did miracles, these people had probably been traveling with Jesus for some time. They've probably watched him multiply the fish and loaves for thousands. They were there when he raised a widow's son from the dead. They probably saw many of these miracles with their very eyes. Many of these people were probably quite pious, Bible believing people. They were the kind of people who would leave work early and perhaps spend three hours of their Friday afternoon in church. Those sorts of people. People like us. I don't want to get ahead of the story and say what these people will do in the upcoming passages, but I'll give you a hint and say it's not so good. But why is it important to try to identify with characters in the Bible anyway? I don't think we always have to in every single passage but it's interesting practice to place ourselves in these stories the very scenes of the Bible. Let's get back to the first question I asked in this reflection. Why don't we like this story? Well I think part of the reason why we don't like the story is because it's our story. It's a messy one. It's an ugly one. I would rather see myself um, as one of the people in the Bible who God crushes their enemies. right? I would rather see myself as someone who Jesus heals, who Jesus saves. I don't want to be a member of the crowd who mocked Jesus in his final hours. That can't be me. But the whole passion narrative... God's journey to the cross is also our story. It's God's story, but it's also a story of what we did to God and what we do to God. If these are just other people's stories, then we might miss the link of how we struggle with the things that these earlier followers of Jesus also struggled with. They mock Jesus, and this leads to his death. And we do this to Jesus every day. If this faceless, ambiguous mob is cruel, well, then maybe I can distract myself from my own cruelty. But if I realize that I am part of the crowd, then suddenly I am connected to how I reject Christ in my life every single day. As you continue to listen to the accounts of the final hours of Jesus, place yourself in the narrative. Try it out. Let the text absorb you. Become part of the story and let it read you. Amen.